Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the One Man Low Council and episode 312 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast, because yes, indeed, this show is uploaded as a podcast which reminds me to ask anyone who is listening to this as a podcast or anyone who has access to and uses any various podcasting platforms to subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating to help get the word out to more people. Tonight on this 312th episode, we will be, of course, talking about No Way Home, right? Spider-Man No Way Home, breaking all of the records, breaking down all of the media narratives, all of the fear-mongering, pandemic excuse narratives, making them completely irrelevant, showing us very clearly and showing all people very clearly that, no, in fact, all that we have been waiting for, all that audiences have truly been waiting for, is just a good movie. It's just a movie that is, is worth seeing. A movie that is actually going to give fans fan service, a movie that's actually going to give fans something that they want, a a movie that's actually going to even tease various parts and then also deliver on those teases as well to a certain extent. Still, of course, keeping things as spoiler-free as we can uh, until next week. But hello, everyone. Thank you for being here today. Make sure that you smash that like button if you're watching over on YouTube. Also, light up that fire button if you're watching on Odyssey. And please share this video with anyone that you think might find it fun, entertaining, or informative. As, of course, we also will be having tonight as our last uh, our last live stream before the Christmas uh, obviously, we're still in the season of Advent, uh, but I will not be on Friday Night Tights this Friday, as it is Christmas Eve. I will then also be canceling the Saturday stream, as that will be Christmas Day, and probably won't have a stream until the 28th of December. I still plan to have one on that Tuesday, the 28th of December, and after that, there's New Year's Eve, which is Friday, uh, so for that one, I might not be on Friday Night Tights again, or I might be on for part of Friday Night Tights because the wife and I have plans, and then I will probably be able to still keep the New Year's Day evening stream on January 1st, 2022. Kind of crazy to think that we are almost about to enter into the year 2022, and that by the time we get to the year 2022, we could actually see a billion-dollar film because Spider-Man No Way Home on its first Monday, and obviously we'll continue to track this day on and day on, but its first Monday, it is already tracking ahead of not just Infinity War, but Monday to Monday adjusted for inflation, it actually had a better Monday showing than even that of Avengers Endgame and apparently had the third best uh, Monday showing of all time. So again, more and more does this film continue to impress at the box office and continue to smack the media, to smack the fear mongers just directly in the face, which is always a wonderful thing. It's always a beautiful thing to see. So let's say hello to some people in the chat. We got Snort of Poopus Cuber says, Hello, humans and other quitters. What's going on, Snort of Poopus? 
Glad to have you here today. We got Bruce in the chat. Hail to you, Bruce. We got Laura, the modern major general of the channel. What's going on, Laura? Thank you for being here. We got Father Christopher Miller. Hail to you, Father. We got Mr. Roy in the chat. Hail to you, good sir. Forever Sci-Fi, who is a member on the channel. Hail to you. Valiant Renegade, also a member. Hail to you. We got Sage of Rokaseka as well, member. Saying, Salvete, chat, Salvete to you. Salve to you, I think is what you were meant to say there. But Salve to you as well. Hail to you, blessed Advent, blessed feast of St. Thomas the Apostle. Again, one of the, in fact, the last feast day before Christmas. And so it was fun reading some. I have uh, the Liturgy of the Home for any of of my uh, Catholics or my trad cats out there. I have the Liturgy of the Home calendar, and it comes with, you can actually even, without the uh, subscription, you can get the access to the uh, companion guide for their week-to-week, and their Advent companion guide's pretty good. and has a lot of stuff from Dom Garanger. And it was really awesome reading uh, a bit about him uh, today, about St. Thomas today. Uh, let's see. Laura says that she is on her phone and might be a little janky in the typing. No problem at all, Laura. Thank you for being here. As she also mentioned, I believe that Tina will be out today, the Empress of the Universe. She is. She's taking a little bit of a break. Um, I, I'm, I'm thinking that Steph will still be here tonight, I think. Obviously, it's Tuesday, so I know it's typically a work day for her. Uh, but she might also be taking the night off as well. And again, the Valks always put in great work. But I'm very happy to see Laura here, uh, manning down the fort, taking care of things. I appreciate it. Let's see, Monkey 76 in the chat. Hail to you. New account, 1974. Well, hello there. Evan S., once again, proving himself to be a king troll by putting a truly heretical act in the chat. And that is Pineapple on Pizza. Happy Tuesday to you, Laura. Thank you for being here. Snorta Poopus, who is a member, says, With any luck, the theater won't be overflowing tomorrow when I go see Kingsman because they'll be all be watching Spider-Man. Yeah, and I will say that you should have no problem getting to go see the Kingsman because that's exactly what's going on. If you actually look to the day-to-day box office, no one is going to see the other films. It's actually pretty funny because when you look at the box office, the next film in line for Monday. So first off, I guess we can bring this up now early, uh, but talking a little bit about the insane box office going on right now for Spider-Man. Uh, as of right now on Monday, right? So yesterday, Spider-Man No Way Home came in with $37.1 million. So that that is incredibly impressive for a first Monday performance. As I said, that is a better Monday, not just drop, but like a better overall total Monday than even that of Avengers Endgame. So $37.1 million. Next place right after, Encanto with $1.3 million. So as you can see, uh, no one is seeing anything else. After that, it drops down to 700000 for West Side Story, 500000 for Ghostbusters Afterlife, 300000 for House of Gucci. So no one is going to see this. And I know that there is a lot of talk right now about what The Matrix, Re- Resurrections, is going to do. And I'm going to be honest. I think Resurrections is going to be a massive financial failure. And the reason why is because 
One, I suspect that when we get the budget, I haven't, I haven't checked today to see if they've released the budget yet for that movie, but I have to imagine it's somewhere in the $1 to $200 million range. But it's an HBO Max day and date release. It's a film that really no one is asking for. And based on the reviews, it sounds like it is trying to subvert expectations, which if we've learned anything, and Hollywood clearly has not, about trying to subvert expectations of fan bases, all that it can do is lead to uh, really terrible consequences, especially when it comes to financial consequences. So yeah, No Way Home is going to dominate the box office. So I would say you are probably in a pretty good position to be able to go see anything other than Spider-Man. It's funny, I was going to pick up Baby Thor today from daycare and uh one of the parents with their kids was walking out and and the kid was saying oh you know did you get the tickets did you get the tickets and she was like no i wasn't able to get them because they were sold out but i got them for tomorrow and i knew immediately okay definitely talking about spider-man so yeah this this film's hype is real everybody this film's hype is real it's still sold out this week as i said a lot of schools are already off or about to be off and um so this is going to be a, a pretty big number day in and day out. Again, I'll be very interested to see what the Tuesday number will be, let alone the Wednesday uh, the Wednesday number, etc. So Spider-Man No Way Home dominating the day-to-day performance there. But obviously there's a lot of other news, and that, of course, is Spider-Man No Way Home has, again, the third largest worldwide opening of all time getting $341 million. It also had the second highest opening weekend domestically, beating Avengers Infinity War. Again, beating Avengers Infinity War in the domestic opening. That is downright insane when you think about it. We've been told nonstop for months now, but but, but the pandemic, pandemic, but uh, Omicron, but but people are terrified. People are scared. Look at this poll that I have showing that people are still scared. And yet, what do we have here? People not scared, at least in certain demographics, more than willing to go out to see the film, and not just going out to see the film, but going out to see it in droves, even in the midst of countries being locked down, even in the midst of states having various draconian lockdown measures, violations of human rights and freedoms, people are still going to see this. Still going to see it. It's phenomenal. It's amazing. And whether you're a fan of this film or not, you have to be impressed with what this film is doing. Again, this film already, after its opening weekend, broke even and was already $50 million dollars in net gain, net profit. As it says right here, it charts the third best Monday ever with over 37 million, continuing to break records with a domestic around 300 million. It's already domestically made almost $300 million. And in fact, it is pacing right now to the point where this film could actually have a better domestic run than some of the biggest Marvel films. And yeah, I'm talking there about films like Infinity War. It could actually have a higher total domestic gross than even that. So this is no this is no slouch. This is no one-hit wonder. Again, even on the Monday after, it is still performing. And it will continue to perform. Tuesday is Discount Tuesday. So I imagine that Tuesday number is probably going to be pretty large as well. 
But again, look at everything else. Oh, yeah, West Side Story. Remember, remember, West Side Story, Spielberg. Well, you know, my films would be doing well if it wasn't for that darn Omicron. Oh, really? Well, how's that movie making $37 million on a Monday? Oh, it's because it's something that actually people want to see. Instead of your remake that no one asked for it and no one had a desire to see. And that's not saying the film's good or bad. That That's just stating a fact. Well, how do I know that? Well, 700000 on a Monday when it's only been out for 11 days. Not good. I've also come up with some pretty great comparisons, which we'll get into a little bit, comparing all the Spider-Man Tom Holland films and also comparing, of course, the film to Infinity War and Endgame and to the Marvel films of this year. And there's some pretty interesting trends. And as I've been making the point, breaking various media narratives as well which is always great to see. It's always great to see the media look like a fool. All right. Just Show 47, who's a member, says, So No Way Home was more than just member Barry's Gone Wild. Yeah, it actually was a darn good time. It was a darn good time. It's a film that I think has rewatchability factor to it as well. I think that there is definitely a lot to enjoy in this film. Now, don't get me wrong. That does not make the film perfect. If we, if, if we want to dive down deep into the story, again, we can find some flaws. The difference for me, though, is that the flaws are not catastrophic. The flaws in the story are not enough to completely derail it and to, com- make, to make it completely uh, nonsensical to the point of non-enjoyment. Right? That's the issue that Endgame had. Endgame, because the main struggle, the main purpose, the main focal point of that film dealt specifically with time travel, and then they established rules, and then changed the rules, and then broke the rules, and then changed them again, and then you even asked the writers and directors after the fact, and neither of them agreed. When your writers and directors were saying the same, rather, they were saying different things about how time travel worked in their own universe. That is a catastrophic issue. And problem. That thing had a lot of member berry moments in it. That thing had a lot of moments that people still hung on to to say that they enjoyed the film. From day one, I was against that movie just because it just wasn't very good. This film's different because this film, especially when it gets going in the second and third act, is just a really well done film. It's just a really well done character. It's just a really well done story at the end of the day. Anyway. Evan asked Tag to say, I saw Spider-Man for the second time today. And uh, again, trying to keep spoilers out, Evan. Again, it drives me crazy when people just don't listen to that. And again, obviously, I can't avoid or I can't uh, I can't stop all spoilers that are going to be mentioned in the chat. I will do the very best that I can to not highlight them. But I do ask that if you're going to tag me and if you're going to be a member to leave the spoilers out. Because now, now I've been reminded that I actually have to read the comments before I can actually put them up. But anyway, uh, Jason Ebenstein, what's going on? Thank you for being here. Let's see. The Physics Channel with Kenny Lee says, What new movie are you looking forward to? That's a great, great question. Because there, there really aren't a lot. <laughs> There's really not a lot of really great films uh, set to come out. In fact, I, I did a full breakdown. Me and John the Flick Pick. 
We have a podcast that we do for our Patreon, Subscribestar, Locals, and YouTube members at the Keeper of the Bifrost level or above. If you're at the Keeper of the Bifrost level or above on YouTube, check out the community section on YouTube, and you'll see uh, there's a link to the latest episode. And we actually go through the entire calendar year of releases, of American releases, and we give our thoughts. Uh, So if you want to hear full thoughts about movies to look forward to, uh, or just general films and, and what we have going on, uh, I would say look to that and, and think about supporting to get access to that. Um, but I'm going to say what I always say, which is that now for like, what, the second or third year in a row, I my most anticipated film of, of 2022 is still going to be Maverick. It's still going to be Top Gun 2. Because I just cannot wait to see the visual effects, or rather, I cannot wait to see the cinematography and the way that they they get those shots in the jets. I mean, the trailer alone's already got me blown away. I, I can't wait to see that in IMAX. Soul Assassin, what's going on? Superman, what's going on, bro? He says, to the moon! Absolutely. That AMC stock. Unfortunately, uh, earlier when I was checking it, uh, it was not uh, going to the moon. Uh, again, that was just the last time I checked, at least. But, hey, still, uh, still diamond hands. Still diamond fist over here. Chris from the 80s, what's going on? Welcome back to the chat. Uh, let us see. Hardwick says the trailer for the upcoming film, the Northman looks great. I agree. I I watched the trailer earlier and it looks pretty fun. The issue that I have is that it's a Robert Eggers movie and Robert Eggers is a brilliant, um, filmmaker. I, I mean, the guy knows how to make movies. He knows his stuff. The problem is, is that almost every film that he's ever made or that every film that I've ever seen, at least from him, has just been so off the wall and has been so, I guess, full of itself is kind of the way that it comes across. It's been hard to enjoy. That being said, the North, the Northman actually looks like it could be a film that could cross some boundaries, meaning that it looks like it could actually reach out beyond just kind of the more art housey type audience that most of his films tend to uh, be more uh, geared toward. But yeah, it's got a great cast, as you had mentioned. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, I think, is is definitely uh, at the top of that list, along there, of course, with Willem Dafoe, uh, both of whom I think are just wonderful, wonderful actors, for sure. Uh, Vincent Womack, what's going on, man? Uh, speaking of Vincent Womack, he said hello over on Odyssey. What's going on, Odyssey fam? Thank you for being here. Remember that if you have a comment or question that you want read aloud, please put at Odin at the very beginning of your comment, at Odin. Uh, and again, that's on all platforms. Uh, but let's see. Grumpy Old Gamer, what's going on? Vincent Womack Golden uh, Age Pop is over there as well. And those were the only names that I saw. But again, comment or question, please put at Odin. I would greatly appreciate it. All right, heading back now over to the YouTube chat. Let us see where we are. All right, Forever Sci-Fi, who's a member, says, Everyone is going out to see Spider-Man, while the White House is wishing a season of death on the unvaxxed in their message. Good to see the hero and not the villain win this out. Yeah, seriously. Um, I would say that <laughs> I would say that people I would love for people to as they um, I would love to see people write letters to the White House and all you need to do is just put you know a, a, just a, a small note 
to say, to season of death, and then put your ticket stub from Spider-Man in there. And then, and then you know, send the message saying, yeah, I went out. By, by the way, I, I'm not following your draconian anti-freedom of, again, anti-human freedom, anti-human right measures and mindset. The fact that you have, quote, the science going out saying that, oh yeah, basically if you're unvaxxed, you, you, you shouldn't be able to live your life. You shouldn't be able to spend time with people at Christmas time. And then even if you are a part of, of, of the cult, even if you are buying into all of the Kool-Aid, even then you should still wear a mask. Which again, if you, if you actually read all of the statements and all the comments that that, that truly evil man, truly evil man, has said and how much damage he has done it's insane it truly is insane uh matthew highland what's going on welcome back to the chat let's see brian barth in the chat hail to you thank you very much for being here superman says suck it hedgies we are about to blow your shorts out of the water yeah, I don't know what the next one is there because I don't. I actually don't really follow like the Wall Street bets uh, community that much, um, but I did get in, especially on AMC early because I one am a fan of AMC and two it was it was nice to to be a part of at least uh, that aspect of it. Mark Lizeth, what is going on, man? Says he saw he says I saw Matrix Resurrection last night and I enjoyed it. Um, okay, well I'm sure that there will be people that will enjoy it based on the trailers. I, I don't see how. I still need to actually see the film. I don't want to, but I still do need to see the actual film. Um, but uh, yeah, I again glad that you enjoyed it. Glad that someone enjoyed it. Uh, Innovator Setsuna, what is going on? Uh, let's see. Laura says I'm a bit confused about who owns Spider-Man. I thought he was just on loan to Marvel from Sony. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, so Sony and Marvel have had a deal. And in that deal, some Marvel characters are being loaned out to Sony to be featured in a Sony Spider-Man movie, or three Sony Spider-Man movies. And then in that deal, Sony Spider-Man is then being loaned out over to Marvel to be featured in MCU films. All right, so that was the deal. In that deal, you then also have a splitting of revenue. Uh, as of right now, as the deal stands, Sony, who has put up 75% of the production cost for this movie, Disney, Marvel putting up 25%, will get those returns. They'll get, again, Sony 75% back, uh, Disney 25% back on the actual uh, profits, on the actual net gains, net profits. That's why I actually do have a chart, which I will hopefully be able to bring up a little bit later, that breaks down what the actual money being made by both studios likely is at this point in time. I was able to work out the math about roughly how much each studio has made off of it. Basically, it's somewhere around 60 million or so net gain for Sony and around 20 million or so net gain for Disney. So a huge discrepancy there because obviously Sony's going to get most. But Sony is the sole distributor. So it's Sony that's putting it out in theaters. It's Sony that's going to be putting it out on physical media. It's a Sony film. So Spider-Man is still a Sony character. Uh, Spider-Man uh, films, these are still Sony movies. However, 
They are connected to Marvel content because of the deal. And because of that deal, Spider-Man is featured in other films, in other MCU-specific films. And on that contract, he has one film appearance left. So that's the current deal as it stands. Superman says here, Matrix is going to bomb. Subvert expectations. If he takes the blue pill, I'm going to ask for a refund. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. I suspect if I had to guess, right? If I had to guess, I would suspect that they're going to do something with him not being the one. It's going to be Trinity. That's the, really the one. Or it's going to be something to that effect. But the fact that they are putting it within the same breath as The Last Jedi should make anyone who's a fan or has any desire to watch it concerned. You see, I'm not a part of that category because I have no desire to see this movie. The first film was more than enough for me. The second film was not that great. And then the third film was just complete trash. But it did end the story at least. So, so this fourth film, so bad it seems that not even the second creator, not even the second co-creator or the other co-creator of this, the other Wachowski brother, wasn't even able to support and join the film project itself, which I think speaks to it in volumes. I, I would say also, if, if you really want to have a gauge about whether how good or bad this film is going to be, all I need to look at is that poster. Because the poster looks like it was put together by a fan, but a fan who does not have that much talent. Because I've seen fan posters. I've seen uh, fan renderings of, of you know... Uh, you know, wish, uh, wishful thinking, right? Uh, of fantasy roles, of fantasy films that they, they want to see that have been so much better than what we have gotten. Griffin Turbo, hail to you. Glad to have you in the chat. Uh, by the way, Superman, thank you for becoming a member at the Citizen of Asgardian level. And the new number two, thank you for being a member at the Citizen of Asgardian level. For 19 months in a row. Very much appreciate that. Let's see. Snort of Poopus says, Poor old Spielbergler was blaming the failure of Wookside Story on the Koof. Yeah. Again, he was blaming it on the Koof. And yet, his film is going to be $100 million loss plus. Whereas Spider-Man has already made its money back. And it cost more. <laughs> And it's breaking records. So, again, it's amazing to me that there are even still some people that will use the pandemic as an excuse or they'll make some other excuse. As I mentioned, there have been some hardcore Spielberg fans who have been trying a new tact. Their new attack, their new attack and their new tactic has been to say, well, Spielberg, you know, he's not doing it for the money. You know, a, a film like this, it doesn't care about money. Au contraire, if you're going to put $100 million just of production budget into a movie, adding on top of that, of course, at least $50 million for marketing, because, again, that's pretty standard there, about half of what the budget is, you add that on top of the budget, and that's what the total cost with marketing would likely be. You then add on top of that the fact the studio only gets a percentage of the actual box office back. You're talking about a movie that's got to make $250 million or so to break even. And there's pretty much no way that this film is going to actually be able to pull this off. And the excuse that he loves to use, of course, is pandemic. Pandemic. Well, Spider-Man proves, nope, not a good argument. 
not not really working. Whereas now all of his little uh, servants, all of his little minions who are going around the internet and and you know trying to bother people all across the world, they're like, well, it wasn't about the money. Uh, no, it, it is. You at least want to be able to break even. You can make the argument that it's for the art, but you can only really make that argument if you are still making your money back. And especially when you are a filmmaker like Steven Spielberg, how does that make any sense? It doesn't. That you know, spoiler alert. It it, it doesn't make any sense. Anyway, Sage Orgasek, I thank you for stopping by. Man, he says I have to duck out today. Internet is wonky. Very sorry to hear that. Um, thank you for stopping by. Maybe if you're still listening to this at all, uh, check this out on D Live or on Odyssey. Uh, could get a better experience over there potentially. Uh, speaking of that, let's head over to Odyssey and see what's going on. Thunderduck, what's going on, man? He had to say, do you think No Way Home will cross $1.5 billion? This movie destroys all their narratives. I think there is a good chance. I think there's a good chance. I think it's all but guaranteed that it makes a billion. And I would say there is now a pretty strong indication that it'll cross $1.5 billion. And I'll try and point out why I think that is the case in, in just a second. But thank you uh, for that. Yes, I, I honestly really do think that that is going to be the case. And thanks for being here. And thanks for tagging over on Odyssey. All right, let's see Alice McCarthy. He tagged to say, howdy, ooh, and how's it going? Got dragged no way home. Wife had to give me a few pain pills for my back just to make it through, so I'm pretty out of it. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, and hopefully you had a good time. Uh, Sage, Merry Christmas to you as well. Thank you for being here. Um, all right, so there's some spoilers in that, uh, so I'm not going to say it, but it's all about member berries. But here's the thing, Just Joe. Yes, are there member berries in the film? Absolutely. Are they really good member berries? Yes. Are they member berries done well? Yes. Are they respectful? Absolutely. You see, there's two different kinds of member berries. There's ones that are sour and there's ones that are sweet. Too often, they're sour. Too often, the studios love to use member berries against us. In this case, I would say there is a very strong argument to the latter or to the opposite. That the fans are being respected in what we are being given. The characters, most importantly, are also being respected. And guess what? We're returning everything within kind. Or in kind. Laura says, my movie would have made tons of money if it wasn't for those darn kids. I get that Scooby-Doo reference. Thank you for the context there. I appreciate it. Let's see. The new number two, Dean Heiss. Hail to you. Says, Blessed Advent, Merry Christmas. Can't help but think that Spider-Man is doing well because of the pandemic. Yeah, and that was something I was I was talking about uh, the other day. I was thinking about, wouldn't it be amazing if all of a sudden the narrative changed to say, well, actually, it's not the pandemic that's causing other films to fail. And, 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 and you know, there's, you know, it's not that this film is an anomaly. The pandemic is still absolutely to blame. It's just that the pandemic, in this case, is to blame for the movie's success. I would not be surprised if they were to try and use that type of just nonsensical logic. Now, I do think that there is some nugget of truth in there, because when you think about it, when you have basically this pressure being built up because of people being locked down, people being treated like crap, being uh, 
forced by dictators, forced by mandates, again, forced by human rights violations to be separated from their friends and their family and to not be able to live their normal life. And then all of a sudden, a film actually comes out that they actually have a desire to go see that reminds them of what it means to go see a movie, reminds them of what it means to have fun, reminds them of what it means to escape. Who would have thought movies, escapism, and and raise it to a level 11? Yeah, it actually would make sense. So again, there's a small nugget of truth in there that it's like you're trying to, basically there's all this pressure that's been building up of people wanting to go and, 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 and leave, but haven't had a chance to. And this seems to have popped it. Pop the cork, as they say. Laura says, and this is true, member berries are nice in moderation. I agree, for sure, absolutely. You definitely can't have too much of it. So if Sony were to try and then say, in the rest of their filmmaking, and for the rest of their Spider-Man films, that they were then going to go to that well all the time, well, then it would be a problem, right? Then that would get old pretty quickly. But... The reason why this film is also so incredibly special is because fans really haven't been given a lot of fan service, especially when it comes to MCU films. I mean, honestly, think about the MCU and where it's been for the last several years. Fan service has kind of gone out the window. There might be a few crumbs here and there. You know, people might go back and say, well, you know, during Endgame, when uh, Captain America said Avengers Assemble, that was all... Okay, that was a crumb. You know what else was in Endgame? Hey, Peter Parker. Hey, Peter Parker. Want to hand that to me? Carol Danvers. Emasculating Spider-Man. And then all of the women on the battlefield magically all finding themselves in the same location at the same time. That is what we have been getting. We have been getting... Nonsense. We have been getting political pandering. We have been getting identity politics shoved down our throats. So you give a film that finally actually gives good, legitimate fan service connected to the MCU? Of course that film's going to do well. Anyway. Coliseum Builders. But does Spider-Man have a trans character? No. Not to my knowledge, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Because, again, it's not pandering things out. Whereas West Side Story does. But then again, that film's not making any money. Partly because it's trying to pander to audiences that don't actually go to see the movies. That they're being pandered to. (laughs) Evan has tagged to say, which is better? Semi-Christmas movie, Batman Returns, or Captain Marvel? Are you kidding me? You're going to put Captain Marvel? In that conversation, Batman Returns is phenomenal, man. What are you even talking about? What are you even talking about? Uh, Forever Sci-Fi says, The biggest problem is an explanation of how strange a spell works. Pitch Meeting even pointed that out today. Oh, no. Pitch Meeting is always great. Pitch Meeting is always great because he goes after everybody. That's why I respect Pitch Meeting because he goes after everyone. And as I said... You can dive into this story and you can tear it apart. Guess what? You can do that for almost any film. That's what he shows. He could go into Casablanca. He could go into 12 Angry Men. He could go into almost any film and tear it apart and find something to hold on to. So even though he can do that, 
That is not going to be like, oh, you see, you see here. It would be a mistake to hold on to something in a video, especially where his main objective is to point out things that can be nonsensical. The question is, is it catastrophically nonsensical? And I would argue that this film is not. Hardwick, have you seen the editor's cut of Spider-Man 3? released on the 2017 Blu-ray. I have not seen that cut of the film. Did not even know that existed. I knew that there was some super cut of... Uh, I'm thinking of a different franchise, but it was someone connected to Spider-Man 3. Um, Topher Grace, he did a cut, I believe, of... Was it Lord of the Rings or something? He did like a mega cut. Or no, no it wasn't Lord of the Rings. It was something else. But anyway, uh, no, but I have not seen that one. Let's see. Laura says, Mead was talking about what villains they wanted to see next. Didn't know there were so many Spider-Man bad guys. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, when you think about comics in general, there's just hundreds upon hundreds of characters. And so it does not surprise me at all. Does not surprise me at all. Uh, Father, you have a good night. Hopefully people head out to confession especially as we prepare for Christmas. Forever Sci-Fi says, The Northman looks interesting. It definitely does. Definitely think that it looks pretty good. Superman, thank you very much for the love, man. Absolutely. Please smash that like button if you're on YouTube. Light out that fire button if you're watching on Odyssey. There she is, Stephanie B. What is going on? Howdy, Stephanie B. Captain of my Valkyrie. General of my Valkyrie. Master of TDS. Welcome back to the chat. Uh, let's see. Just Show 47 says, I'll never forget in the 90s Spider-Man, the animated series, named them the Insidious Six because Sinister Six was too scary and couldn't pass standards and practices. <laughs> That's pretty great, though. The Insidious Six. I almost feel like that sounds even worse. It sounds even more terrifying. Uh, let's see. Evan S. says, I sold my AMC stock back in October to buy two 12-foot... Uh, tall oil paintings for a decommissioned Catholic church uh, that are 99 years old. I donated them to a monastery to be restored. Nice, Evan S. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I've held on to mine because, you know what? It, it's it's. It, I'm glad I did. I, I got in when it was like $9 a share, and I think it's floating up around $30 a share. But in the end, I did it mostly because I wanted to support theaters. And as you all know, I have a connection with uh, AMC, as I worked for an AMC for three years, and again, I, I like to see movie theaters uh, going. I have, I have also a little bit in uh, Cinemark as well. Um, hey man, I agree. Innovator Setsuna, you didn't tag me on this, but I saw what you said. I uh, wish Odyssey had an app or let library app get better. So here's the thing, uh, Innovator Setsuna, uh, Odyssey does have an app on iOS. They do not officially have an app on Android yet, uh, but the library app, I'm going to be honest, the library app has a lot more features than the Odyssey app has on iOS, um, and there are ways for you to be able to get a, a browser app, basically, a browser app of Odyssey, and honestly, I think that also uh, works relatively well. In fact, I use the Odyssey uh, extension app, or the Odyssey app, uh, the Odyssey browser app, as my main way of watching stuff on Odyssey, I actually got, I got a Tim Pool uh, pulled up right now on the 
on the Odyssey uh, browser app on Android. So they they're planning on releasing. They're planning on releasing that uh, soon. They have not said exactly how soon, but I will say the iOS app is so limited. You can't download anything like you can on the library app on Android. You can't control the speed like you can on the library app on Android. So, yeah, the library app has some issues because it, it, it crashes, it's buggy. But I will say there's a lot of features on there that I much prefer. See, Hardwick says, have you seen the No Way Home review by Orange Chat Reviews? His thoughts almost perfectly match mine. No, I have not. But shout out to Orange Hat Reviews. Uh, Stephanie B, what's going on? Thanks for tagging me. Philip Hawkins, what's going on? Welcome. Joey Horn, hail to you. Glad to see you in the chat. Uh, Christoph, the Polish guy, welcome to the chat. Awesome one. Sorry that I'm confusing you there. Philip Hawkins says, any word on the Starship Troopers remake? Love the book, not so much the original movie. I actually found the original movie to be quite fun, so um, I I have not been following any news on the remake, because I don't like remakes. I don't like reboots, typically. Jeremy Zikowski, I wish I had Doc Ock's mechanical arms. It would make my job five times easier. Yeah, seriously. Wouldn't that be amazing? I don't know if y'all can hear in the background, but one one of my pups is sleeping, and she's what I like to call sleep buffing. So like it's it's small little barks uh, when they're <laughs> when they're sleeping. It's pretty it's pretty it's pretty darn cute. If I turn around, they'll wake up. Alice McCarthy, Odin's math is more entertaining than a QT Marshall match. Dang son, QT Marshall's fun, bro. Come on, show him some love. However, right, rumor that I heard this week is that the one will turn out to be Neo and Trinity working together rather than either one alone, and that's stupid. In either kiss situation, that's stupid. Thanatos, interesting, I am missing the dislike count on this video, even though I have the extension. Well, I do know that the extension only can work for as long as they are able to surpass whatever code you need to... So I'm wondering if maybe YouTube has found a way to block that extension, uh, would be the only thing that I can think of. Definitely nothing on my end. Uh, Let's see, awesome one. Make an FNT Matrix cover. Uh, I don't have the skills to do that but if anyone does more than welcome more than welcome to design and share uh d john welcome to the chat it's a new name let's see coliseum builders uh disney spent way more than 50 million on the saturation marketing for woke side story if it was about the money spielberg would have put up all the money himself well again that's the issue coliseum builders is that we really can't confirm any extra money. And that that's the disagreement that I often have with a lot of other people that, that, that cover the box office. So for instance, I'm in this, this battle still to this day about Disney's Shang-Chi. I say the film uh, made its money back and has made around 30 million in net gains, whereas others would disagree. The issue is that I'm basing my numbers on reported budgets and typical marketing costs, whereas others would base it off of speculative numbers and I can speculate on numbers that are present. I can speculate on what I think a film is going to do or what is likely the scenario. But as far as official charting is concerned, I can only go based on the numbers that are available. It's the safest way to go forward with it. And again, the only way I could argue that my numbers would be more accurate than anyone else's would be to say, well, it is this way because I said so. Whereas with, what I do, the way that I do my numbers, I can say, oh, no, 
here's the reported budget. Hey, here is where we find the information about how marketing typically works. And hey, here's the information about how much a studio typically gets. So I can find these various uh, sources and I can find these various key pieces of information. Specifically with data, I can actually get the actual reported data and use that whereas everything else is speculation. The issue, I think, comes down to a disagreement over whether to count, or, or whether, uh, for uh, specifically for Shang-Chi, whether the production budget was 150 or 200 million. So I actually even looked into that further, and if you look to the article that is cited for the proof that it's a $200 million film, it actually doesn't say in the article that the film costs $200 million. It just gives an offhand reference as like an as a Disney as a two hundred million dollar film, so almost as if to say that they're not giving an actual reported budget, rather they are kind of making a general statement. So even that itself leads it to not be trustworthy. Whereas the source that does talk about the budget being one fifty says very clearly the reported budget is one fifty. So anyway, yeah, I I go based off of the numbers as they are. And on, on, on basic standards. Zora Poopa says, if you're going to make a movie for the art, you'd do it for relatively little money and put it into art house theaters. Exactly. And that, that's oftentimes what happens. If you're doing it for the art, typically you're making a film for like $20, $30 million. And then you're putting it out into art house theaters. And then, yeah, you, you might make some of that money back. But you're not, you're not spending typically a lot of money on marketing. Right? So you're not getting any of that extra money. Um, you know, on top of it, but then also typically by the end of your run, you're, you're going to make some money back. And 20, 30 million is actually a bit on the a high side of that. If we're talking about real art house, we're talking about maybe a couple of million, maybe max 10. Uh, Jacob Ironside, welcome back. Glad to see you in the chat. All right, let's see. Harwick says, did you see today's No Way Home pitch meeting? No, I have not. Someone had mentioned earlier. Kigo Rogers, what's going on? Uh, let us see. Cosmo Jones says, did you, or Cosmo James says, did you see Ghostbusters Ultimate Collection 4K uh, set of all three movies? Guess which Ghostbusters didn't make it. Twitter is very angry. Let this all flow. Yeah, I, so I heard about it. Uh, I have not actually seen the set myself, but it makes complete sense. Because, you know, if you actually even look to Ghostbusters 2016, they themselves make it clear that they are not connected to the original universe. So, <laughs> you know what? They could be salty all they want. It's not a Ghostbusters movie. Simple as that. It doesn't take place in the Ghostbusters universe. They bring in actors to play different characters. So that alone already breaks any continuity that could possibly even exist, which doesn't. And so, yeah. You, you have the proper trilogy being offered. Simple as that. Uh, Forever Sci-Fi says, I'm initially going to see family going to see, going to stores without a mask, not looking forward to returning to Illinois with the sheep. Man, yeah. It, it's always amazing when you go into a, a state um, or even a city where people actually respect bodily autonomy and actually respect the right of the human person. That's why it's always so sad to see these videos coming out of New York and California where you have these lawmakers that we already know to be proven hypocrites. Like, a as a fact, we know that they are hypocrites. That they don't believe what they say by the fact that we've caught them on video several times 
not following the mandates that they themselves have either put into place or have supported. It's insane. It's ridiculous. Um, and yet, people continue to vote for these clowns. Uh, let's see. Thunderduck over on Odyssey says, Would you like to see The Amazing Spider-Man 3 with Garfield? Sony sees the money. People only voice support and trending. Will Sony do it? I think it's a no-brainer. Um, personally, I would I would like to see that. I, I would love to see that. I would love to see a Spider-Man 4. And I think that they are definitely in a position to do so. Now, will they? Uh, that's, that's the bigger question. Uh, and I think it really comes down to, do they want to overplay their hand or not? I think that's the biggest issue. Basically, going back to the member berries comment, right? Do they want to overplay the member berries and, in a way, ruin the good graces that they've been building up with people? Or do they want to maybe try and be a little bit careful with it? Um, again, I think personally, for me, I, I would like to see that happen. Because I, I, I would like to see Garfield actually get a good film. <laughs> I would actually like to see him in his own film, you know, getting a good one. Uh, and, uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm not going to talk too much more about that because it kind of goes in a bit in the direction that I want to avoid, at least for another few days. Uh, Thunderduck then says, what about releasing the web cuts, uh, cuts for, uh, the base Spider-Man one and two money on the table, just editing and it's done. The fans will buy it. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's because I've, I know that it was mentioned last time that there are apparently these deleted scenes on the Blu-rays and 4Ks. Uh, I actually ended up buying uh, the 4K set. It's like 30, 30 bucks for, for the Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. So I ended up buying that because I want to see exactly what footage they have available and if it's enough or if there's other footage that's that's not available. Yeah, when it comes to the, the web cut and this cut, that cut, I'm kind of over that to be honest. It's just, I'm so sick and tired of hearing this cut, the that cut, the that, blah, blah, blah. It's like a song almost, and it's so repetitive. Basically, all I want are just, I want good movies that are escapism. That's what I want. I want good movies that are escapism. So whether it is a a, a film that is actually worth spending time to see, okay, great, awesome. But if it's just going to be yet another attempt to try and and money grab and everything no i i'd rather not i'd rather not Vince Womack says no reboots none john carpenter the thing cape fear yeah reboots in general are crap and unnecessary bring nothing new to the table yeah and as i said right uh, i'm generally speaking against reboots but here's the thing uh and you'll find this out when i launch the uh wednesday raven award nominations it'll be what our third annual wednesday raven awards it's our boycott of the oscars basically and we have a lot of fun categories a lot of fun category names and uh a couple of them deal specifically with reboots because we recognize that reboots and remakes are pretty much worthless <laughs> for the most part but we also recognize that there's some pretty good ones and then there's also some pretty bad ones uh, and so I think that that is where things like the, you know, for instance, John Carpenter's a thing that is an example of a very well done, uh, remake of a movie. Right. Um, and so it can be done, but in generally, and I think that you kind of got that point towards the end in general, it's, it's better not to, uh, let's see. Golden age pop says, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Um, of all time, I'd probably go with it's a wonderful life. And in fact, yeah, it's a wonderful life. Uh, hands down favorite Christmas movie. We watch it every single year. Um, 
the off the cut co- like the off color not off color uh the oddball christmas movie that i watch every year is serendipity don't ask me why john cusack kate beckinsale it's a rom-com and i don't know i've just always been drawn to it wife and i watched white christmas for the first time last night and it was delightful i'd never seen it before and it was very very good and Visible Womack says, and just a Batman the Animated Series update from across the ocean. The Blu-ray cost now 75 euros. Dang, son. Yeah, man. I, I'm so glad I got mine at $30. Really am glad I got mine at $30. $30 well spent. And then also Cowboy Bebop was on uh, sale for 17 So I got a couple copies of that. So those will be featured on future giveaways for my members uh, who are on the Army of Asgard level and above on Patreon, Subscribestar, and on Locals. So if you want access to those kinds of giveaways, then that is the place to do it. All right. Let me head back now over to the YouTube chat before things get any further behind here. Purpose Sci-Fi says, I couldn't even convince some former workers that the uh, jabs aren't approved. Got called. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And even if you were to show them the actual article, which lays out that no 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 there is a it's it's a medicine or rather it's a, it's a it's a jab that uses a very similar protocol as the one approved in the or rather as the one used in the United States but it is not actually used and yeah there's been a lot of misinformation about that too to the point where even i think the CDC still is even putting out false information about that as well it, it's kind of crazy Let's see. Alice McCarthy says, I want an Into the J. Jonah Jameson verse. I bet you do. You're, 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 you're just so crazy enough to want something like that. Harwick says, to be fair, there are fan edits of Endgame that completely remove Captain Marvel and the Femvengers ensemble scene, but there are still issues. Yeah, and again, I'm sure that there's better cuts out there for a lot of films, but yeah. Forever Sci-Fi, J.J. is clearly Alex Jones of Spider-Verse. Oh yeah, I mean, it's very... I mean... <laughs> That's obvious. Yeah, it's very clear a play on Alex Jones. But you know what? To be honest, there are so many things that they could have done. In the end, I, I think it was pretty harmless what they did. Uh, Evan S. then says, he isn't Shazam. His name's Captain Marvel. I know in the originals, yes, I understand. But in modern times, uh, we, we go based on what is currently said. Jacob Evanstein said, I just like the focus on the fan service of Spider-Man. It's a great movie. Aside from that, almost all the characters have growth such a short period of time. Uh, there's so much more payoff in this. No, no, Jacob, I agree, man. I totally agree. And that's why, as I said, I, I think that it's not just the fact that there's fan service. I think the fan service is is the key part to it. I think that it is the, the thing that people are going to be talking about and the thing that people are going to be focusing on. And I think rightly so. But I know I, I agree. I think there's a lot of really great things in there, too. Uh, Dan Blackroy, welcome back to the chat. Uh, let's see, Superman's had to say, when it comes to the DC Animated Universe, what are your top three films? I don't, I'm not much for the DC Animated Universe, to be perfectly honest, man. Uh, I'm not much of a DC films person. I guess the one film I can say that I have seen that's an animated film in the DC Universe that I like would be Mask of the Phantasm. That's a pretty good one. Though I did pick up the animated series, which came with a Sub-Zero movie, and so I definitely will be checking that out. I spent most of my day today actually uh, painstakingly labeling all of the episodes for my Plex server. And so I have a bunch of stuff loading up right now. I've got another set of things 
to do uh, to get things ready for the Plex server because you have to name your your movies and your shows and episodes a certain way for it to recognize it in Plex, and it can be a little painstaking. Uh, Lancelotto, what's going on, bro? It's been a while. Glad to see you back in the chat, good sir. All righty. Let us see. Hardwick, another one. Classic J.J. Jameson represents the mainstream media. Daniel uh, da- Daily Bugle essentially fictionalized New York Times. Message was not trust everything you read in the news. Yeah, that's fine. All right, I'm going to skip your next one because you you your messages are too long, bro. Seriously, you, you, you need to learn how to be brief. Uh, Jacob Epstein says, YouTube extension stopped working 12.13. Officially, they pulled it from the payload for the web page. Dang, okay. Man, they're playing hardball. I guess that's if you're using Chrome. That would make sense. I wonder if you're using an alternative browser, if it might still be live in those in those places. Now, since I use Brave and it's based in, or at least uses extensions from Chrome, my guess is that it, w- it would probably be the same. Forever Sci-Fi says, how do you spend so much on musical without even CGI cat people? That's a great question. I don't think that one should spend any time. In fact, you know what? I've now just questioned my entire life. Why would I want to go see any other musical from this point forward unless there are CGI cats? You're completely right. I now have to uh, question every single decision of every single musical that I've ever seen from this point. All right, so let's talk about a little more about this box office because I've done some comparisons, as I mentioned a little bit earlier. So just to show you uh, where this film is and why it's important. So Spider-Man No Way Home, as you can see left hand side Avengers Endgame Infinity War so first Monday this is all adjusted for inflation Spider-Man No Way Home 37 million dollars on its first Monday Avengers Endgame 36 million Avengers Infinity War 24 the reason why this is a pretty big deal is because Spider-Man No Way Home had a much bigger opening than Infinity War even when you adjust for inflation it was slightly below on Saturday and it was even less below on Sunday. But then it's, again, kind of making up that Sunday, or rather that Saturday difference here on this Monday. So at the same point in release, No Way Home, 297, Infinity War, 283. 393 for Endgame. And the reason why I find this to be important is because if this film is able to get 30s for this week, which is totally possible since we are in a holiday week and we could see people going out in droves because they're off from school and they're off from work to go see this film. As I said, heard a family talking about it earlier about things being sold out. So that, that is very real. And on top of that, the next weekend, which I think absolutely in comparison to infinity war, I think this film could be very competitive. And if it stays competitive, guess what? That would put the movie at around $455 million or so, or higher, again, if it keeps tracking with Infinity War, that's the one that it's closest to. We're talking about a film that could be close to $500 million, and that's just domestically. If that happens, remember, it is currently at almost $300 million. Sorry, it's at $340 million internationally already. There is technically a chance that the film could either get close to or could cross a billion dollars by the end of this weekend. Now, again, (laughs) I'm not going to bet any money on that at this point. I'm just saying it's possible. 
based on those numbers, if it continues to track in the same way domestically, it is definitely possible. So it's going to be incredibly interesting to see the day-to-day and how close or how far it gets from that number. But here's an interesting fact right here. Look at the total domestic box office for Infinity War, $682 million. This one's at 297. I think Spider-Man No Way Home has a pretty good chance of catching up to and maybe even matching that of Infinity War. I don't think it'll be able to get to this level. And, it, you know, at this point, I don't think anyone would expect it to. However, I think it's incredibly interesting to see how this film is tracking next to Infinity War. Now, where it might not get nearly as close would be in the international box office where Infinity War made $1.3 billion internationally. Again, it could make a pretty good chunk of change internationally. Is it going to make $1.3 billion worth? I don't know. That being said, I think that this film is going to be a massive success domestically. And again, if it keeps tracking along with everything that's going on with Infinity War, we could totally see a billion dollars. If not by the end of next weekend, I would argue by the end of the calendar year, the film will cross a billion dollars. I think that is a very likely scenario. This weekend, I'm thinking at least 750, maybe 750 to 850 million worldwide by the end of the second weekend. We'll have to wait and see, of course. But it's pretty insane to see this. Another comparison. We have the Tom Holland Spider-Mans. Here's something else that's pretty impressive. Look at how much this is just blowing away the competition. Right? 195, 260, 297. None of the other films even come close, even when you adjust for inflation. Keep in mind that Far From Home broke a billion dollars. Now, a big part of that came from the overseas market. But here again, this film's already at 297. There's no doubt that it's going to pass up Far From Home. No doubt it's going to pass up Far From Home. I would say there's a pretty good chance that the international could end up being very similar. So... You're looking at a movie that has a very good chance of being the highest grossing film in the modern in the modern Spider-Man trilogy, the Tom Holland Spider-Man trilogy. And again, that's huge. It's huge, especially because of the narrative. Especially because it will continue to blow up the narrative. And keep in mind as well, it's doing all of this right now without China. Now, someone in a comment said that they've made a deal with China. There's just no date yet. Well, again, that means that there is no date yet. And I would beg Sony to not make a deal with the devil. To not make a deal with the Communist Party of China. To not guarantee that they would get 75%, the Communist Party that is, of any money made in China. Because you don't need it. Sony, you do not need that money. You do not need millions upon millions of dollars extra this year to go and to support a tyrannical regime, which is the Communist Party of China. So I would beg Sony not to do that. As of right now, there is no official date, and I pray that that date never comes, because this film can be 
the highest grossing of this era of the Tom Holland Spider-Man films without needing China, where I believe the other films had it. All right, and then the last comparison, of course, is the MCU films of this year, and this is just what makes it completely laughable. Again, where Spider-Man No Way Home is right now, 297. Shang-Chi was at 94. Black Widow was at 87. Eternals was at 75. Not even close. What was the excuse we heard for all of these films? Oh, it was the pandemic. It was the pandemic. But here's another fun fact. Shang-Chi was released in September. Black Widow was released during the summer. Eternals November. Black Widow really, you know, Black Widow, Shang-Chi don't have as much of an excuse because this is technically still summertime level. What's going on right now in December? It's cold and flu season, man. Take away Omicron and fear-mongering. If there was any time for people to not want to go out in public and to not want to be around a bunch of other people, it would be this time of year, and yet it's not happening. Black Widow couldn't drive people out. And some will argue, well, it's different, man. You know, Black Widow... You know, that's a character that should should have been made 10 years ago. And I agree with that. But again, they make nonstop excuses. Nonstop. But you can't say pandemic as an excuse when you see a 297 versus at best a 94. That's not even in the same game. That's not even the same parking lot. That's not even on the same continent. Blowing them all away. And man, oh man, it is a beautiful, beautiful thing to see. Loving to see all of this. All right, Forever Sci-Fi over on YouTube says, I enjoyed Afterlife, but I don't feel the need to own it. I will likely buy it uh, simply because I, I I, thought that it was a good ending uh, to, to the story. Coliseum Builders, Starship Troopers has a little in common with the novel. They could do new Starship Troopers uh, without being a remake. And again, I'm sure they could. I've not read the novel, so I can't speak to that. All I know is that the all I know is that the movie that I saw was fun. The movie that I saw was fun, and I like it. Let's see. Soul says, "Did you see the announcement for the 4K release of Lord of the Rings?" Um. Well, they've already released it like three different times on 4K. So what could they possibly have this time? Is it that they're finally releasing actual special features? I mean, come on. Uh, Let's see. Hardwick, will Dune be in unnecessary remake category in the Wednesday Raven Awards? I don't know. Because I let people vote. I I don't have a lot of control over what gets in and what doesn't. The only time last year I had a lot more control because no one voted. So basically I'm going to create a survey where I'm going to ask for nominations. I'm going to lay out the categories. They'll have explanations as to what the categories are. I'm going to ask people to put in their nominations. I'm then going to take the, you know, at most top five with the exception of best picture. I do have a best picture category, but uh, pretty much it's going to be top five vote getters. And those are going to be the nominations. So if Dune gets a lot of nominations for that category, could could totally be in there. I don't have that option. I don't have that, uh, rather, I don't have that power. I put that into the power of the people. 
It's one of the reasons why I love it. Thanatos Felicitas, the best movie remake, is the last remake of Bo Jess, 1977, with Marty Feltman and Margaret and Michael York. I've never even heard of that. Never even heard of that. New number two, who's a member? Says, I love White Christmas. Not a fan of a White Christmas. I hate snow. Oh, no. I love both because I love, uh, I love, um, well, what can I say? I love snow. I'm not going to get a White Christmas this year, sadly. I wish I could, though. CC Thorne, bro, it's been a long time, CC Thorne. Says, hail, brother. I keep watching the Peter and Otto reunion scene. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Ah, I should have read that one beforehand. Anyway, Hardwick says, what are your thoughts on the artist? I like it. It was a fun movie. It was a fun, fun time. Orange Eye Reviews, I am here, never fear. I saw a reindeer who had no peer, who was tomped here and made me shed a tear. Oh, look at you with those rhymes. Look at you rhyming. Look at you rhyming. Special Agent Bill Maxwell said, I switched from Plex to MB. It's pretty slick. I've never heard of that before. I like Plex. I got the Lifetime Plex Pass, and it's done everything that I could ever possibly need. But um, I'm going to write that down. MB. If it's intuitive and doesn't cost anything, because, again, I've already paid for the Lifetime for Plex. Um, but, it, yeah, I, I, I'd be willing to look into to new stuff. Uh, by the way, Reed Palancia, thank you very much for the $50 donation via Streamlabs. Thank you so much, man. Very, very sorry it took me 10 minutes to get to it, but I wanted to highlight your name and, and to give you the thanks that you deserve by highlighting it. But Reed, over at uh, through Streamlabs, and again, because of this donation, YouTube don't get none of it. And Reed says, I would rather entertain and hope that people learn something than educate people and hope they were entertained. Walt Disney. It is good we can still see some of the first even if most is the last. Good to catch you again. Oh, and good to catch you again, Reed. And I always, I always appreciate your words of wisdom. I always love the quotes that you pick out. And I think that's incredibly relevant for today's day and age and also incredibly relevant to our discussion about Spider-Man, right? It says, I would rather entertain and hope that people learned something than educate people and hope that they were entertained. Hollywood right now is falling into that latter category, right? Or for a former category. They are falling into the trap of trying to... Force feed education and act like it's being done in an entertaining way. When what they should be doing is they should be focusing on entertainment. They should be focusing on creating a story that's going to allow people to escape. And in the process, if someone happens to learn something, okay, great. The problem is, is that they don't understand or they refuse specifically they refuse to learn what it means to truly entertain coliseum so spider-man is nearly sold out tonight in my local theater yeah again it, it's still sold up all over the place gomer Kyle 79 welcome back thank you very much for being here thank you for being a friend Uh, Orange Hat Reviews says, so why are critics angry about No Way Home? Uh, are they angry? I thought that it got really positive reviews. Let's see, Coliseum. Muggle Theater has five seats sold for Matrix and 25 for Spider-Man on Thursday night. Plus tickets are $5 more for Spider-Man. Yep. 
and I would expect that to be a pretty consistent, um, I would a pretty consistent theme if I had to guess. Forever Sci-Fi, who's a member, says, "What is the best Christmas musical, and does The Grinch count as one? Not a musical. Uh, yeah, Grinch does not count as a musical, at least not the ones, not the animated or even the live action with Jim Carrey." Um, best Christmas musical, I would say, I guess, you know, I just saw it the other day. So White Christmas is definitely up there for sure. Uh, Hardwick says that Starship Troopers is a brutal parody of the novel. And again, I've not read the novel, so I have no connection to it. And, and so therefore I, I honestly don't have much care for it. Uh, Gobercon 79, Odin got me hooked on pepperonis. Very nice. Very, very nice. All right. Caught up on YouTube. Let's see if there's anything else over on Odyssey. Uh, let us see. Thunderduck says, When you have finished watching Made Spider-Man 1 and 2 and the deleted scenes, will you make a video about it? I like them a lot because I see the web wanted to show the fans, so I like the vision more than the product. Is that strange? I swatched I swatched you your stuff on Odyssey. No clicks for you. Well, thank you, Thunderduck, for that. I appreciate it. Yeah, and obviously I will continue to have all of my content backed up here on Odyssey. Uh, again, I love the platform. I love now that you can schedule live streams. So that is beautiful. That helps out a lot. And uh, yeah, um, I, I that is something where I think that, yeah, if I, I would totally be open to doing like a retro review with the deleted scenes, with the extra stuff in there for sure. Now, whether I do that or not is going to be a big question. But yes, I would be totally down to try. Uh, let's see. Vincent Womack says, don't remind me. Still in the process of rebuilding my Cody. Similar plugs. Ah, yes, Cody. Cody was always too confusing for me. And it says, am I mistaken or did you have a media review show like in content and quality of DVDs and Blu-rays? Um, not a show, but I do, I do get sent stuff on occasion and I do, uh, reviews of that content. Yeah. So I get sent some stuff every now and then, and I try and do reviews of that. Uh, then it says, if not, would be a nice idea, at least a segment and uh, at the end of another program. Yeah, so I do Blu-ray collection updates. I do videos sometimes dedicated to specific films as they come in. So, yeah, that, that's a part of my wheelhouse. It's a part of the things that I already do on the channel. So, all right. Well, we've got about a few minutes left. Uh, Hardwick, random fact. Some scientists recently discovered that taking Benadryl and the milk protein lactoferrin together kills... Interesting. Uh, I'm not a doctor, and so I cannot confirm such a study, but it would be interesting to actually, you know, see the actual study itself um, more so than anything else. So I'll have to to look that up a little bit later. And then Matt Highland says, it seems John Watts is set to direct the MCU Fantastic Four movie Thoughts. Yeah, I mean, hey, uh, if he does as good of a job with that film as he did with the Spider-Man No Way Home, then I I think that that could be a good thing. Well, anyway, with 15, 13 minutes left or so, I did because it is a uh, Christmas episode. um, I did want to offer an opportunity to do some giveaways being in the uh, the Christmas season and all. So uh, we're going to go ahead and do a giveaway. I'll give one thing away over on Odyssey. Um, it'll just have to be very random on Odyssey uh, because there isn't really a way to, to do that through a bot there yet. So my Odyssey fam, y'all just hang tight. This is just going to be for YouTube for now, but don't worry. I will switch over to y'all in just a second. But for my YouTube members uh, get ready to uh, 
pay attention to people that have been a part of giveaways before to follow it. Basically, you have to be a regular. Uh, you are a regular if you've been watching for uh, for two hours. If you have two hours of watch time, you can check your watch time by putting in uh, your cookies. So exclamation point cookies or, or cookies exclamation point will give you a cookie time or rather a cookie uh, a cookie count. Um, or no, it's exclamation point cookies, right? I've confused myself. But anyway, I'll put the instructions up on the screen so that way you know exactly what to expect. Um, and again, people who've been here for a long time already know what to do. Uh, let's see, Jenkins 75, that people are still tagging him. I'm trying to do something. Have you ever seen the Super Survive stories? No, I have not. Uh, CC Thorne, they have the $5. That's a super chat. Says, was on a trip Air Force for months. Story wasn't on as much. Have a blessed Christmas. You have a blessed Christmas as well, man. Thank you for your service as well. And thank you very much for being here. I very much appreciate it. And hard work, I'm just going to skip that comment because, again, you need a lo- you need to work on your brevity and your timing. Seriously, you need to work on your timing. All right, there you go. Yeah, exclamation point cookies. That's how you check your ex- – that's how you uh, check your um, – your cookie count. Again, this is just on YouTube for now. So uh, some of the movies that I have. I have four movies to give away. I'll give away one of the films on uh, Odyssey. And it'll be basically you'll have a choice. So my winners will will, will have a choice. Uh, so I'll, we'll do one entry. So you'll enter in one time if you want any of these movies. And this is an international giveaway as well. So if you're anywhere in the world... Uh, if you win, I will ship these out to you. So we have Dune, the original Dune, OG Dune on 4K. So original OG Dune on 4K, not the new one, OG Dune on 4K. We got the Sicario 4K Steelbook. Sicario 4K Steelbook, excellent movie. We have Top Gun, OG Top Gun on 4K Steelbook. And then we have A Quiet Place Part 2. And this is the 4K. So, those are the movie options. So, if any of those options sound nice to you, uh, you'll want to enter in for the giveaway. And so, again, this will just be entering in one time for a chance to win any of those. I'll pick two winners on YouTube. Then I'll go over to Odyssey, and I'll figure out a way to... uh, let my Odyssey uh, fam, if they want any of the two remaining, to enter in for a chance to win. And then I'll choose my final winner on YouTube. All right. So let us go ahead and let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Boom. All right. Giveaway is now open. Uh, Heimdall will give you uh, some instructions. Just follow the instructions that Heimdall gives you and you will be entered in to win on YouTube. Basically, all you need to know is that each ticket, so think of it as like a raffle ticket, each ticket is worth 50 cookies. Your cookies are what you see when it pops up. For instance, uh, GomerKyle79, let me see if I can maybe even highlight one of those comments since now I have the ability to to highlight. So for instance, GomerKyle79, as it says right here, right? His watch time is 19.67 hours. His cookies are 16,460, right? So in order to enter in, just follow the instructions. Uh, Sledge of Neons did it correctly. The new number two did it correctly as well. So you would put enter exclamation point, a space, and then you would put in the number of cookies that you want to put in. So for instance, again, here's how you would do it correctly. Again, Dean Heiss did it correctly. Remember, if you put in a number 
of which you do not have enough to afford. It will not count. So, again, if you try to put in more. So, Hardwick, you put in a number that is beyond what you can even do. So, therefore, it did not count. The max number of tickets you can get is 100. The max number of tickets you can get is 100. Each ticket costs 50 cookies. You do the math. You do the math. So I, I will let people know when they have done it correctly. So Slice of Neons, I got you in for 20 tickets. New number two for 100. Forever Sci-Fi for 100. Mr. Roy for 100. Joey Horn for 100. CC Thorne, I got you in for 25. Uh, Tudor, that's a new name. Uh, so again, you have to be a regular on the channel. Again, you have to be a regular. You have to have watched for two hours. So I will, I will check your watch time if you win. Because I don't like when people just randomly pop up out of nowhere. Uh, Hardwick, I got you in for 100. And we'll let this go for another minute. So again, add in your, your cookies now. Again, the max number of tickets you can get is 100. And again, the options... And again, it'll be winner's choice. So I'll choose two winners, and whichever uh, option gets chosen first, the remaining ones will be available. So anyway, Dune 4K is an option. That's the original. Sicario 4K Steelbook is an option. Top Gun 4K Steelbook is an option. And A Quiet Place Part 2 on 4K also is an option as well. Kigo Rogers, I got you in for one. Got you in for one. He says he's been a, a member since 2019. <laughs> then why haven't you been in the chats, bruh? Why haven't you been in the chats? Uh, but yeah, if you don't want to put in too many tickets, uh, Kigo Rogers did it right. You can just put that. Enter exclamation point. You have to put a space, and then you put a number. So uh, the number there. There it is, Tudor. 5.58 hours. Boom. There it is. Cool, Tudor. Well, thank you for watching. That is indeed a regular. So if he wins, he will indeed have it. Stephanie B, you cannot enter that many cookies. All right. And again, uh, if you're watching on Odyssey, uh, nothing that you type in over there is going to have an impact because my bot does not work over there. But I will uh, get you all involved in this after I pick my first two winners. All right, going once, going twice. <laughs> Stephanie B put in for one cookie at the very end. All right, and it is now closed. It is now closed. You cannot enter in anymore at this point. And all right, let us see what and who our first winner is going to be. And the first winner is... Mr. Roy, Mr. Roy, claim your prize, Mr. Roy, claim your prize. Which one will it be? Which one will it be? For Mr. Roy, congratulations. So claim it and then let me know the option that you would like, Mr. Roy. You lucky, lucky dog, you. Congratulations. 
Congratulations. Gomer says, Christmas, brother. I'd rather someone who had the devices to play such thing. Mr. Roy wants Top Gun. Boom. Mr. Roy, you get Top Gun. Congratulations. So let me write that down. Mr. Roy, Top Gun. All right. So make sure that... Mr. Roy already knows how this goes. He's been around for a while. But if you are a winner, if you are a winner, you must then contact me via email or if you are following me on a various social media platform, you can DM me uh, just to confirm shipping address. All right, just to confirm shipping address. So if you're a first-time winner and I have not shipped to you before, then obviously I need to know where to ship it to. Uh, But anyway, you can DM me. All right, you can DM me on the various social media platforms or on the Discord server, or you can email it to me. All of those are well. So anyway, odinsmovieblog at gmail.com. Odinsmovieblog at gmail.com is the email, or again, you can DM on one of the other various platforms. All right, so we've got Sicario, Dune, and Quiet Place Part 2 left. So let us see our next YouTube winner. And our next YouTube winner is Slicer. Neons, Slicer Neons, claim your prize, Slicer, claim your prize, Slicer. And then the two remaining ones will go over to Odyssey. Slicer Neons, claim your prize and, and let me know which one you like. And remember, you can either email me, odinsmovieblog at gmail.com, just like Stephanie B has posted in the chat. Thank you very much, Stephanie B, for doing that. Um, Or, of course, you can, if you follow me on Twitter, you can DM me. If you're on the Discord, you can DM me. If you're on Minds, you can DM me. Boom, there he is, Slicer. He claims. So which one would you like? It's Quiet Place Part 2, the regular 4K, Dune on 4K, and then Sakari on 4K Steelbook. So which one does he claim? Let us see. Yeah, I don't know how it is either. I'm pretty sure it might uh, what might be a part of it is uh interactions on the chat as well. Uh let's see. Slicer takes Dune. No regifting. You'll get Dune. So, Slicer, please contact me via email or whatever way you wish to contact me. But email is an option. OdinsMovieBlog at gmail.com. Don't worry about 70B, everybody. All right? 70B is, is being taken care of. All right? 70B is being taken care of. All right. Odyssey fam. Odyssey fam. Let's head over to them. All right. Odyssey fam. <laughs> All right, so for my Odyssey fam, right now I got Sicario and A Quiet Place Part 2 on 4K Steelbook left. So uh, if you're interested in entering, what I want you to do on Odyssey is put at Odin and then put please. So put at Odin and then please, and that'll let me know that you're trying to enter in to win. And then I'm going to do a random name picker for y'all. So again, if you're on Odyssey and you want to either win Sicario or Quiet Place Part 2, put at Odin, so tag at Odin, and then the word please. So again, at Odin and please. And the options are Sicario on 4K Steelbook, this bad boy right here. 
and A Quiet Place Part 2 on 4K. So far, no takers over on Odyssey, so there might be two more winners on YouTube. (laughs) Oh, man, oh, man. That's funny, though. (laughs) Just visit Womax responding. He's like, "Uh, nope, (laughs) no thank you. I'm telling you, dude, Sicario is a fantastic film. And again, I do ship internationally, so don't let that be a concern. I have shipped internationally before and would not mind shipping internationally again. 4K, I know. 4K itself is region free. And the Blu-ray is region A. So that would be the only issue internationally, but chance. Thunderduck says, I am German. I will not participate. Again, I ship internationally. Do not worry about shipping costs. I will ship internationally. Uh, This has 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray. It has a regular Blu-ray as well. Uh, The digital code you would not be able to use, but uh, the Blu-ray Region A. So I don't know if you have a region-free player or if you have just a Region A player. But anyway. All right. I'm going to go ahead and just give a few more seconds... Uh, for Odyssey fam, and then I'm going to head back over to YouTube. Gave y'all a chance. Gave y'all a shout again. I do ship overseas. Alright, going once. Going twice. And sold. Alright, well, Odyssey, I gave y'all a chance. I gave y'all a chance. But uh, thank y'all for, for being on this. Anyway, so for YouTube fam... Y'all get two more chances. All right, so let's see. The next winner is Joey Horn. Joey Horn, claim your prize. Joey Horn, claim your prize, good sir. Again, we got Sicario 4K Steelbook, and we have got A Quiet Place Part 2. So, Joey Horn, claim your prize, good sir. Claim your prize. And, uh, no, uh, Slicer, I will not be able to offer you any 5K. 5K is not, it's not a thing. It's not a thing. (laughs) Uh, Joey Horn, are you still around? If so, claim your prize. Let me know your option. And then, of course, after you let me know your option, Quiet Place Part 2, he says, boom, got it. All right, that leads Sicario. On 4K Steelbook, which is surprising to me because I'm going to be honest. If you've never seen this film, this is one of the best films of the modern era. It is fantastic. And this Steelbook is freaking gorgeous. It's one of the best Steelbooks I think I've ever uh, seen in my life. All right. We got one more winner to pick. And the winner is... Forever Sci-Fi. Forever Sci-Fi, claim your prize. Forever Sci-Fi, claim your prize, good sir. Congratulations. Quiet Place, or sorry, Sicario on 4K Steelbook. Claim your prize. How uh, 3000, unfortunately, there is no Master and Commander 4K. I hope one day for there to be one. But even the, but even the uh, Blu-ray, I believe, is not... A, uh, a very good transfer from what I've been told. So Forever Sci-Fi, congratulations. 
Again, 4K Steelbook is the option left. Forever Sci-Fi, are you still in the chat? Are you still in the chat, good sir? Boom! Yeah, boy. All right, Forever Sci-Fi, you can contact me again, odinsmovieblog at gmail.com, or if you're on Twitter, you can DM me. If you're in the Discord, you can DM me. If you're on Minds, you can DM me. There's encryption on, on, on Minds if you'd rather uh, contact me there. I think Gab has messaging too. Basically, again, any social media platform that you follow me on, you can message me. Uh, so if you did not win today, that's okay. There will be giveaways in the future. But hopefully, uh, everyone out there uh, is a winner just by by being here, by, by being alive, by surviving all of the crazy lockdowns and and all of the nonsense so again uh thank you shout out to stephanie b my valks shout out to laura who i know is here earlier as well uh thank you very much for 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 keeping things intact also shout out to the aussie fam uh maybe one day maybe one day uh y'all will y'all will <laughs> y'all, y'all will finally claim uh prizes when when they're gifted to you again i Literally, sh- I literally ship ship these things overseas. Um, no one's a loser. No one's a loser. All right. Some people win. Some people don't. It happens. Again, don't worry. There will be giveaways in the future. And if you want access to even more giveaways, crazy giveaways going on all the time over on the Discord server. If you are a member of the Army of Asgard and above on Patreon, subscribe star or locals. Again, if you're a member on those three platforms, you get access to the Giveaways channel where I give away tons of movies. In fact, I will tease some of the giveaways that I have. Some of them are new. So some of the giveaways on the Discord channel, again, if you're one of those supporters. Uh, I got the Labyrinth uh, 35th Anniversary Edition. A lot of special features on there. I've got Batman the Animated Series, the entire series on Blu-ray. I've got Ron by Kira Kurosawa, which is one of my favorite steelbook arts of all time. I also have another Sicario 4K steelbook. I I love this movie. I've bought so many copies of this movie because I just love giving them away because they're phenomenal. I also got Cowboy Bebop, the entire series on Blu-ray. That was just on sale, so I picked up an extra copy of that. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge on 4K Steelbook as well. So again, these are going to be future giveaways on Discord. I got Terminator 2 4K Steelbook. Despite the transfer, uh, this is a beautiful, beautiful package. I got two copies of Ford v. Ferrari on 4K. Unfortunately, the 4K Steelbook of this went very, very quickly. A lot of, a lot of scalpers, unfortunately, went after that early on. Uh, I actually even got a copy of The Thing on 4K Steel, or not, not Steelbook, 4K. This also, Steelbook went away way too quickly. It was very sad not to get that one. And then also I've got a copy of Apocalypse Now, the final cut on 4K Steelbook. So again, all that stuff eligible on the Discord if you are a member. Again, either on Patreon, Subscribestar, or on Locals at the Army of Asgard level or above. Just finished a giveaway over there, so might do another one before the year is out. And I also do giveaways of digital codes over there also. 
And uh, yeah, as I said, I, I give away and and shift uh, all across the world. So never let that be a reason to to not, if you want to, again, it's totally your choice, um, to not, uh, if, if you ever want to support. Again, I, I try and uh, give away as much as I possibly can. As I always say, all the stuff that I get from the channel, I put back into the channel. So most of the time, it's actually on uh, Blu-rays and 4Ks and Steelbooks. Uh, for giveaways, um, I cannot tell you how much money has been spent on on 4K steelbooks for giveaways this year. You could talk to any person that's a part of the Army of Asgard who's in the giveaway server about how many movies I've given away this year. It's 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 kind of insane when you think about it. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, it, it's it's pretty amazing. So with that, all that being said, we're gonna go ahead and wrap things up. Thank you so very much for being here. Smash that like button, let that fire button if you're on Odyssey. Seriously. It really does uh, mean a lot. And uh, since this is the last time that I will be talking to y'all directly, obviously I'll be putting videos out um, you know, throughout the rest of the, uh, the week to the ability or to the best of my ability, uh, trying to keep up with the box office discussion, hopefully also maybe having some reviews out as well. And uh, you know, again, doing what I can there. But uh, seriously, from the bottom of my heart, it's been a wonderful year. And we'll have another stream on the 28th of December. So we'll have our end of the year stream uh, on that day. But seriously, uh, it's been an awesome year. I hope everyone has a blessed rest of your Advent season. And I hope everyone has a blessed Christmas. Remember the reason for the season. Remember that when you hear happy holidays, no, no, no. There's one holiday that is going on right now as we already had. Um, <laughs> we are, We already had one holiday of our, our our brothers of the Jewish faith, they already had, um, they already had Hanukkah. Hanukkah's over, so there's only one reason for the season. This is Christmas. Never be afraid to say Merry Christmas to anybody, and whether one believes or not, Christ still died for you. Anyway, you're all great, wonderful people. Go watch a movie. Spend time with your family. Don't stay locked down. Reject all of the nonsense being perpetuated. Reject the fear. Reject the fear-mongering. And if you have family that have not woken up yet, I pray for you. Dealing with the same thing myself. Pray for me. I'll pray for you. And again, I hope you all have a wonderful, merry, jolly, and an amazing Christmas. So you guys are all amazing people. Hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. A merry and blessed Christmas. And as always... God bless. And now for a huge shout out to all of my December Patreon subscribe star and locals members, animation commentator, Brandon, Brian P, Christopher Bowman, Dolores Ed, Dion, Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father, Father Damian Cook, Garrett Searles, Hannibal Grimm, Harold Francis, Inflamed Wood, Jacob Juice, Jeff Toon, Joe Horn, Jonathan Carney, Gomer Kyle 79, Laura, the Modern Major General's Story, Mike Jackson, Times Four, Mitch Dunaway, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mr. Peabody, Mondo Spieler, On to June, Orange Chat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Priscilla Hall, Rosetta Allen, Stan Andrian, Teresa Martin, Theodore Benden, and Tina Bojan, and of course, 
the Empress of the Universe, Tina B. Thank you very much for being my Patreon members. And for my Subscribestar members, UAB, Mad Dog, Max, Mike Jackson, Storm Tracker, The R, Fast Reaction, Nosferatu Gatsu, Stan 4, John B, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., Dean Heiss, Slash, the new number two, J-Rod, the beer guru, and ZK-Man. Thank you very much for supporting me on Subscribestar. And to my four members over on Locals.com, Kara Tharp, UAB Mad Dog, once again, Mike Jackson, Bifford a Hobbit, and Robert Barnes. Thank you for supporting me on Locals. And if you want to have your name shouted out at the end of every video and live stream, check out the top link in the video description below. It's called Willow or W.LO, Willow Link. It'll bring you to all of my social media platforms and also to all of the various other locations that you can support the channel. You can get access to things like giveaways where I do giveaways of 4K films, 4K steelbooks, digital codes, all kinds of stuff every single month. Also, so there's a level where you get access to all of that, plus an exclusive podcast that I do with John the Flick Pick Flickinger, where you also get to ask questions that we will answer on every episode of the podcast. And at the final level, you also have the ability, the chosen of Valhalla level, you have the ability to have all of that, plus in your first month, get a free t-shirt of your choice, any color sent anywhere in the world, and also you get to be featured once a month on the chosen of Valhalla live stream featured on the main channel. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, check out the link in the description. You're all amazing and beautiful people. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day. And as always, God bless.